AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Hi, I'm Gabby Reese. Join me and my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, on our journey with Laird Superfood. From our kitchen to yours, we've crafted delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and so much more using high-quality functional ingredients. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 for 20% off your first order. Everyone gets their cravings while watching the games, and no one wants to be the one to miss the big play. Well, now Grubhub's got you covered. From the extras to the essentials, Grubhub now delivers all your go-to convenience items all day long. Whether it's that late-night snack craving or you forgot to get the paper towels from the grocery store, enjoy convenience delivered right to your door, just in the nick of time, and you'll never have to leave the house. Order your convenience items through the Grubhub app or online today. Does Rutgers have a chance this week? Of course. Did you see last game, man? Shiano's back playing good football. Um, we got a good chance. We're going to cover that spread. I know that for sure. And I think we might have a good chance to win that game too. Ohio State hasn't been looking too great from what I've been seeing. So even though, I, you know, I'm a fan of, fan of Kerry Coombs. He coached me before. I know he works hard. But uh, I'm a bigger Rutgers fan, so I'm going for Rutgers. How are you guys doing this week? Who? The team, you guys. We're good, man. We're, we're, we're great, man. We're alive. <laughs> we're out here uh, getting better at our craft. And a real submarine mentality, like Joe might speak about, it just feels like it's uh, just our locker room, and we're going obviously into a hostile environment, a fun environment, an electric environment. We go out there to try to win a game, so um, really locked in, I think, this week. I mean, obviously the, the 0 and 3 number stares everybody in the face, but you've lost two games in the last play of the game, essentially. Is there anything you can take out of that, and you know, not to make an excuse for it, but uh, you obviously haven't closed the games, but. Can you look at positives there and say, well, we're, we're two plays away from being two and one? You know, is there any element to that? that yeah, 100%. That's the reality of it. You know, you, you take any win, take any loss, you try to improve on it. Um, and last game, there was a lot of three and outs. We forced a lot of three and outs. We had a fast start to that game defensively and offensively in Atlanta, against Atlanta. Uh, so there's, there's tons. But any time you've you got to play an entire season or uh, build, you, you just don't – you know, you don't say, oh, the win, we're not going to watch any tape, we're perfect, and the loss, oh, everything was horrible. That's not it. It's always in between. It's never as bad as you think, never as good as you think. So you take the good things you did, some of the stuff we did, get off the field on third down, and um, you, you implement that this week, and you try to clean up the end-of-game stuff or whatever that might be. That's what we're working on and close the game out better. Have you put your finger on that, though, like the end-of-game stuff or the end-of-half stuff, really, like what it has been that has led to breakdowns during that time way more than, like, you know, the other – rest of the game really? Um, yeah, just just rep, just repping it, just repetition and uh, taking the things we like to do and, and doing more of that. And like last game, for example, to end the half, we got a turnover. So we let up a drive in, in four minute or two minute. Our offense turned the ball over. We got a, a, a strip sack. So, I mean, that, that's improvement right there. So just take that strip sack and do that again and we'll be good. Well, the meta atmosphere at the Superdome is going to be probably it's always ratcheted up but you know the fact that it's their first game back since the hurricane and stuff and 
what are you expecting out of that? I mean, you're a veteran, you've been through a lot of hostile atmospheres, but what are you expecting out of that and, and what kind of preparation maybe this week? Exactly that, a hostile, uh, not even a hostile, man, an energetic environment, man. It's a passionate fan base. That city's been through a lot. Um, and they get to have their team back and everybody, they're going to be excited just like, you know, our fans were excited for our home opener. It meant a lot there too. So uh, it's going to be exciting. And I just think anybody who's, you know, most of us who've got to this level of football played in big time games on the road. There's a lot of guys in SEC, they played LSU, whatever it may be. It's going to be loud. Uh, we anticipate a lot. Of, we had a lot of crowd noise going this week uh, to communicate in that. But, you know, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's blocking and tackling, catching and uh, running. And it's going to come down to Alvin Kamara, Jameis Winston, Sean Payton, that offense against our, our, our guys and our defense. That's where the matchup's going to be. You, you were blunt, I remember, back in Foxborough when you guys had that, that first bad practice against the Patriots. I think you made the comment that if you have a bad day and Blake has a bad day, you'll lose by 100. I know it was probably a little bit, you know, tongue-in-cheek, if you want to say, for when you said that that day. But with Blake not out here, how much more do you take on your shoulders as a leader in that huddle? And have you been impressed with the guys that are stepping in for Blake? Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, I could feel that I could put that pressure on myself to, uh, to do more. But I can't replace Blake. No one can. I got to do my job, and and I and there's a lot on my plate already as a signal caller in our defense, a leader, line us up a couple times, and then everything I have to do in the multiple positions I play. But uh, a guy like Tay Crowder to step up, have his best game um, in his NFL career so far, in the midst of getting the green dot in the middle of the game. I think guys like that opportunities, man. That's what happens in the NFL, man. I, I didn't come in an established leader. I had to earn my opportunities, and when my opportunities came, I ran with it. Tay Crowder got an opportunity last week. He did really well. And Reggie, he's here for a reason. He's played a lot of football. He filled in, and he did, and he did pretty good, pretty good too. So obviously we can't replace Blake, but guys got more opportunities. Guys stepped up last week, so I don't have to do more, and JB doesn't have to do more. We just um, we got to trust. We got to trust everyone who's out there, and I trust Tay a lot. When you look at the Saints, is there a difference in their offense with Breeze gone and Jamison? Yeah, there is. I mean, uh, definitely. Um, can't replace Drew Brees. He's Hall of Famer. So, um, same same play caller, but it's definitely a little bit different um, with Brees, just because he does more at the line of scrimmage himself and gets the ball out um, how he wants in his targets. I just think with Michael Thomas injured, also it's just a little bit different offense than last year. Um, but they're finding ways to not turn the ball over, to be positive, get the ball in 41's hands as much as possible. I mean, they're still really good. Offense because they have a re really efficient offense because they have a really good play call. Logan, you talked about you talked about this kind of the submarine mentality kind of thing. Do you does this team feel like it's better than 0 3 in your in your I mean you know as your I mean obviously the record is what it is but getting back to what I was saying before you know the games have been you know it's not like you guys get dusted every week you know does this what do you what does this team feel like? I mean 0 3 don't don't define us like I've never played a season where you only played three games. You know, I never played a senior, only played three games. There's guys, there's times you have two game skids, three game skids, and that doesn't define the season. Like where we are right now in the standings of the NFL, the teams that are 3-0 and may not be in the Super Bowl in the end. You got to keep on playing the weeks. I've never had a team be defined in, in September. I got asked the question earlier. I've always been on great teams in my career. That's not true. There was times where the team was not very good in September. Our record was not the top of the league, and we ended up closing. So we all know football is about how you play toward the end of the year, but you got to keep yourself in the race, and that's what this is about. But um, 
this team definitely doesn't feel defined by 0-3. I just think that we realize we got to put uh, work in and execute better, and that's what we're focusing on. Whether we're 2-1 and and not getting better from week to week or 0-3 and, and realizing right now what we need to work on. So I'll, I'll take – I'll take what we got to work on, and we're going to work on it. Obviously, I wish for a better record, but I can't control that anymore. I, I only control what happens this New Orleans game. You're a fan of football. You, you were there for a while. Tom's going back to New England. Yeah. How do you think? What do you, what do you think of that? I'm excited to get a win and uh, get home and watch that game. I'm going to be tuned in. If you're a fan of football, that's a, that's a fun game to watch just because of the significance of it. I've obviously played with them, played against them. And I always said it's the best matchup in the world. If you're a, a football junkie like me and you want to play against the best, um, he's the best. So it's going to be it's going to be fun. I know for him and, and Bill, I'm sure they're going to – I can't say they're going to treat it business as usual, but they're going to do everything they can to win. Like, maniacal amount of film watching going down. I'm sure they're spending more time watching film than sleeping. So I'm excited to watch. It's going to be a, mass, a game against two geniuses. And if you're a fan of the game, it's a good game to watch and, and learn to see the strategic part of the game. I can't remember – we've ever asked you this you intercepted his last pass ever yeah. as a new england patriot did you keep the ball did you yeah so i actually it's, it's funny i actually um i have the ball was just like laying around my house because i don't really do a lot with my stuff like i'm not egotistical and have you know like just paint portraits of me all over the place in my house so my kids like kick the ball around and uh, i was like oh you know this when i saw tom starting to um some of his autographed cards going for like a million dollars. I was like, all right, let, all right, let's put the ball up on the shelf at least. So the ball's up on the shelf, and I actually spoke with Tom this offseason, and when the time is right, uh, probably should have had it ready for this game. But uh, I want to auction the ball off for some of the proceeds for my charity, if we can get behind it and split our charities and try to do something. Now, I don't know who's going to want that ball. I don't know if a Patriot fan wants his last ball ever intercepted is a the last ball ever thrown as an interception. I don't know if a t- Titans fan is really going to pay. Like, I don't know what the Titans fan base, the media market, you know. So I really don't know what's going to go. Tom didn't want that one. Huh? Tom didn't want that one. Yeah, Tom might want it back, you know. You know, Tom might pay to get rid of it, to burn it. Yeah, so, no, there's been talks between me and Tom on doing something with that ball. Uh, hey, man, it might go down in a in this Hall of Fame thing. Maybe I'll get a little... A little, a little asterisk about who his last bet. Or maybe it's a Jeopardy question one day when Aaron Rodgers is hosting. So it could be a Jeopardy question. It's pretty fun. But, yeah, I picked the ball off the floor, and I'm, I'm going to try to do something to raise some money for charity with it. Everyone gets their cravings while watching the games, and no one wants to be the one to miss the big play. Well, now Grubhub's got you covered. From the extras to the essentials, Grubhub now delivers all your go-to convenience items all day long. Whether it's that late-night snack craving or you forgot to get the paper towels from the grocery store, enjoy convenience delivered right to your door, just in the nick of time, and you'll never have to leave the house. Order your convenience items through the Grubhub app or online today. Hi, I'm Gabby Reese. Join me and my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, on our journey with Laird Superfood. From our kitchen to yours, we've crafted delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and so much more using high-quality functional ingredients. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 for 20% off your first order. Turns out a delightfully clean home can make for a delightful start to the day. 
At Mrs. Myers, everything they make is inspired by the garden. With plant-derived and other thoughtfully chosen ingredients, their cleaning products smell like a dream and work like the Dickens, leaving your home sparkly clean and your to-do list tackled in no time. Goodness, there's no better feeling than that. Mrs. Myers, rooted in goodness. Visit mrsmyers.com today.